Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey everybody, thanks for clicking on this podcast. Today we've got an awesome interview with Aaron, but before we start, don't forget to rate review on Apple. Helps us out and we'll shout you out on the podcast and on Instagram. Thanks and enjoy. All right, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Zach. And I'm Danielle. And this is Books and Stuff. And today we've got a special guest with us. We have Aaron Megan from YouTube and Bookstagram and TikTok and all the things. And we're going to let her tell you where you could find her and what kind of video she does and all that good stuff. Hi. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to be here. Um, so my channel name is Aaron Megan. I talk about horror books mostly i do do thrillers and mysteries and the occasional romance um i also really like manga uh horror manga specifically and sometimes i talk about horror movies but that's like not as often um and then tiktok and instagram it's the same it's just aaron x megan on both so nice so i guess the easiest question to start with is how did you get started into the whole bookish community like did you start on which platform did you start on and what kind of made you want to do it okay so actually i started on youtube but i started my channel as makeup uh i was doing primarily tutorials reviews and just really in the makeup space that's kind of what i always wanted to do with youtube Um, And I did do half and half for a really long time, uh, but my book videos did really well, and I liked doing reviews, and I liked talking about horror books, and I liked just having that kind of space, because growing up, I was kind of like the odd person who liked reading and horror, and I was like weird, so uh, yeah, YouTube kind of just opened that up for me in a weird way that I didn't expect it to. And then I kind of transitioned into Instagram and TikTok. Nice. I feel like the book community is like so welcoming and it's easy to grow because everyone just like wants to find new people to talk to and everyone's so nice. Like he started his channel in 2020 and like I can't believe how much he's grown like up until now even like, and he's he's met so many like well, virtually met so many, like, YouTube people that, like, he never would have, you know, known before or anything, and it's been crazy. Yeah. Because a lot of people are in so Yeah, many everyone's so states. nice on YouTube. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. do you want to ask the next question? Uh, yeah, so, uh, what are your favorite videos to film, and what has been your favorite video you've ever posted? Ooh. Okay, Um, I think my favorite videos are probably wrap-ups. Monthly wrap-ups are so much fun, and I talk a lot. Like, I talk a lot. My videos are pretty long. Um, I can go on and on about how much I like or dislike a video or a book (laughs) on video. I can just sit there and talk for so long about books. So I like to just, I don't know, they're short. It's not as long as, like, an actual book review. It's not as in-depth. I can get my thoughts across quicker and just like easier without giving like too many details um and I don't know it's just a a nice little summary over my month and how many I read and 
how good overall my reading was for a month. Um, but oh, my favorite video, I don't, oh, that's hard. I'd probably, oh, I don't know. I probably my Darcy Coates ranking video. I really liked doing that. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, and it wasn't like anyone really wanted to see it. I was just like, I'm going to do it because I like it and I want to do it for myself. <laughs> yeah, that video was awesome. I feel like with monthly wrap up videos, I noticed that he gets like the most engagement on those because everyone's so curious what everyone's reading and like they want to put their two cents in and all that. He end up, you don't really do wrap ups anymore. You do more like recent reads now because it's easier to talk about like three books at a time than like yeah, 12. Because <laughs> I, I mean, the problem that I've started to run into is like, I don't know if like my memory is just shot after X amount of time. <laughs> Um, but like if I read a book at like the start of the month and I do a wrap up at the end, like I just don't remember it as well as when I read it. And so I'm like, all right, well, let me just read a couple and then we'll just do like a video off of that. So like, for instance, when we talk about Darcy Coates later on, like, <laughs> I've, like some of these books, it's been months to like a year. So like, I'm like, I like literally had to read the back of the books and like read like a couple of chapters to like try and jog my memory about what they were about. Well, also <laughs> I feel like thriller and horror books can blend so easily because a lot of like, especially yes. thrillers, it's definitely the genre. Like I, I read a lot too. And it's definitely the genre that I like read the fastest, but I remember the quickest too, or I forget the quickest too. So if it doesn't stand out yeah. to me, like, right away at first read, I'm probably not going to remember it, like, a month later. <laughs> oh, I 100% know exactly what you're talking about. My my wrap-ups, you don't see the clips in between when I talk about one book over the other. I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, what was this book about? What did I read it? What did I even think about it? I have no memory of it. Yeah, no, I have a really bad memory with books. I read it, I'll remember it for maybe a day, and then I'm like, okay, next book. I have to make room in my brain for it. Sorry, I don't remember you later. Well, yeah. I, I've gotten to the point now where, like, if I'm, like, doing a couple of books in a row, I'll just be like, all right, I don't remember what I put this at. Just, like, <laughs> look at my Goodreads down below. Like, I, I really don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> well, also. Yeah, I, I completely understand. Yeah, while you while we were waiting for you, which wasn't very long, we he was sitting here going through all of the Darcy <laughs> books, just like remembering character names and everything and putting them like in an order because he's like, I kind of remember characters, which we haven't even said. This is basically going to be a Darcy Coates episode once we get through, you know, talking about Aaron for a little bit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I will. I will also say we're like six and a half minutes in, and I've like. I've already, already like, forgotten. I've already, already <laughs> forgotten the characters. <laughs> oh my gosh. So some of these questions we have are going to be some that we got from Instagram. And then we kind of meshed them with some that I already had come up with. So what would you consider some of your all-time favorite horror books? <laughs> oh my gosh. I knew you were going to ask me this question. Well, that okay. Go first. Um, all right. Oh, let's okay, see. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you go. You 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 open it up so I can think for a second. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously, Grady. if if I'm Grady Hendrix, he's been a phenomenal author. Ooh. I would say, um, of course, I can't remember the damn book. Um, oh, the Exorcism. Yeah, my best friend's Exorcism. Ooh. That book was phenomenal. Uh, the Silence of the Lambs was really great. 
Um, brother. The Brother by Anya Allborn. That was a, an amazing book. Um, the Shining, duh. I mean, I, I mean, look at any of my top ten Stephen Kings. Those are like literally all those like, like literally those ten kings, and then like everybody else. <laughs> I love that. That's so funny. I love that because we're so different. I am not a Stephen King fan. Oh, yeah. You either oh, love I'm going to expose myself. <laughs> I'm going to expose myself. I don't hate Stephen King. Like, I don't. I like a lot of his stuff. It's just, it's either I like it or I absolutely hate the book. Like, I, I'm, there's no in-between for me. It's either yeah. I love it or I hate it. So, well, yeah, I, think I feel like that's not. Yeah, it's. I feel like he either writes a book five stars yeah. from Stephen King or, like, two. Like... Well, yeah. Because I'm, I'm, like. I'm still in the process of, like, ranking every book that I've read so far, and I've gotten through, like, 1 through 20. Mm. Like, I have my last, like, 5 or 10 set, and I have my first 20 set. Everything in between, I, like, I could just mishmash it as much as I want. It, like, really doesn't matter. He's at over 50 of his books, so, you know, it's a a process. But he has a lot of the chunkers left, so yeah, (laughs) there's still ways to go. That's why the process is slowed down, because I've got, like, (laughs) 1122, Insomnia, Sleeping Beauties. Like, I got all, like, the big ones left. And I'm, like, regretting that decision of leaving them for last. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. All right. Um, the first one that comes to mind, I will ride or die for this book forever. And you either love it or you hate it, so I feel that. It's Pen Pal by Dathan Auerbach. Um, it started out at a, as a Reddit no sleep story, and I loved it. Um, anything by Anya Alborn, I'm a diehard for. Uh, probably Brother or The Devil Crept In. Uh, Uzumaki, Junji Ito. I love Junji Ito. And I'm trying to think. Uh, any, well, you know, Darcy. Of course she has to be in there. Probably The Haunting of Ashburn. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd say those are like, those are some of my top. Cirque Berserk by Jessica Guess is like my favorite slasher. Um, Dear Laura by Gemma Moore. It's very similar to Pen Pal, but it's a novella. And yeah, I'd say those are like my, my big ones that I recommend a lot. In reference to Anya, yeah. what were your thoughts on the shuddering? Did you read that one? Oh, okay. I feel like I have an. I did. I've read all of hers except for her uh, new, new ones. I think uh, Dark Across the Bay and the other one that has to do with like roaches or something. I don't know what that one's <laughs> called, but I haven't read those. Yeah, he is. I think it is. I don't know though. <laughs> He has Dark Across the Bay and Within These Walls. Within These Walls. Which is like a chunker. I think those are the two he has left. Oh, yeah. That's one of her big ones. Yeah. Uh, The Shuddering, it's not my favorite. (laughs) Uh, But I am not the biggest creature feature person. I don't don't mind it. It's not not an awful book. I actually really enjoyed it for what it was. Um, But I just prefer, like human evil or like ghosts if i'm gonna go into like that kind of realm creatures are like not my highest <laughs> not my highest thing so it, it, i think i gave it three i think i gave it like a, a solid three stars if i remember correctly nice do you have a favorite yeah. um like horror a favorite and least favorite horror trope uh, horror trope again he can go first if you want to think about it I know what his favorite and least favorite are. <laughs> Do you? 
Yeah. Do I know what they are? You like haunted house <laughs> horror books and you hate the final girl tropes. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah. <gasps> oh my god, I love the final girl tropes. <laughs> okay. Wait, which is like I your get, It's overplayed. I get it. it it's, okay, so for me, oh. it's, it's weird. It works. <laughs> the final girl trope for me works in movies, but it has yet to really work for oh. me in books. Like, I'm all okay, for, okay. like... I get that. Um, like... I can't think of him like like Alien Alan like Alan Ripley or whatever her name is, like phenomenal movie. Yeah. I love that. I love her as a character and she's great. But like <clears throat> for books, it just hasn't worked. I think the closest one that worked was Grady Hendrix, uh, the Final Girl support group or something. Yeah, I mean he actively hated uh, Final Girls by Riley Sager and. Uh, there was there was a short story that you read. I, I think I, by I, Stephen Graham Jones had a final girl one, and he. Like, oh, I don't even know if you finished that one. I, I can't think of the name yeah, of it right I, now. I'm either. pretty sure I DNF that one. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. I, I just, I can't get into it, and I like really don't know why. Like I really want to, but like, I just can't. <laughs> so what about? No, you? I understand that. It's 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 overly played. It's 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 a very. It's a very tropey trope. Like if you're gonna go for like a hard trope, the final girl trope is like that. Um, I would I would agree. Haunted houses. I love haunted houses. Uh, or the final girl trope is probably my like two favorites. Uh, my least favorite. Oh gosh, I don't know what my least favorite trope is. I'm trying to think of I mean, like one that I actively related. actively hate. I mean, you yeah, like the, I, see, I don't hate feature. that. <laughs> If it's done really well, I appreciate it. Like Near the Bone by Christina Henry, oh, I absolutely loved that. I thought that was amazing. Phenomenal. But that was a, it was a great book. But <laughs> it just has to be done in a certain that. way for me. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of something I actually actually hate. Um, there's a lot of them, I'm sure, and I'm trying to think of it. I mm, see. I'm trying to think. I. Mm, I don't like like the 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 burial ground trope where like if we're gonna go like poltergeist like I don't like that I think it's weird that's probably one of my least favorites in terms of like um, pick one, I think. um as a reference I'll use like pet cemetery like a burial ground kind of thing like that oh well I hated pet cemetery um <laughs> <laughs> so I guess yes. <laughs> so in the first 14 minutes of this episode, I'm realizing Aaron and I have got very differing opinions on a lot of things. <laughs> you guys, these are like... <laughs> this is so It's only funny. my second Thanksgiving King book of all time. <laughs> Which, Pet Cemetery is going to come oh up... Oh my gosh, I'm so, I, I know. It's going to come up is later. It? Oh god. Yeah. We have a chunk of people picked out oh for like, doing the podcast so and like I've got, like, one person for, like, Stephen King things. Yeah, we made sure to get a Stephen King guest so that he can, like, <laughs> we got the Darcy with you, and we got a Stephen King so that he can, like, gush about Stephen King. So, don't worry. <laughs> okay, good. Good, good, good. I feel so bad. Honestly, people roasted me in the comments when I said I hated Pet Cemetery. They came for me. They were like, it's the best 
thing of grief, and I was like, okay, um, I was bored. I almost DNF'd it, like, four times, so <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I gave it two stars, if that makes you feel any Wait, better. I now, didn't the real test will be, it. did you like The Shining? <laughs> oh, the book? Yes, I love The Shining. That's one of my favorite Stephen Kings. Okay. It's the movie I don't like. <laughs> I think we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> the base minimum I can kind of be friends <laughs> oh my god the, the oh one gosh, I can I understand you possibly not liking because of A the creature feature and probably the scene towards the end is it I could probably guess you probably are not the biggest fan of that I actually like it Okay. I don't care for the book as much as the mo- the movies um, I, I grew up watching the TV miniseries and then I really liked the new ones as well. Um, but I did read it. It took me like months to get through it cause it was so <laughs> long. Uh, but yeah, I, I read it. I, I, I liked it. I thought the ending was okay. I think, you know, he does some weird things with it that I don't get, but <laughs> you know, he's Stephen King. I can't question him too much, I guess. I mean, yeah, that notorious scene towards the end is still questionable for a very large amount of people. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> oh, gosh. Probably when he was, yeah, he did a lot of drugs back in the day. Okay. <laughs> Swift move away from that. Um, another question someone asked was, would you ever consider starting a podcast or a Patreon? And would you ever consider going full-time for YouTube? <laughs> wow, okay. Uh, y- yes to many of those, actually. Uh, Patreon is something I've thought about. Uh, I really would like to do Patreon. Um, I'm at the point where we're, we're trying to move right now, um, and I just don't feel comfortable uh, taking people's money when <laughs> I couldn't... For, for sure give them content that I would be, like, really happy with them paying extra for. Uh, so that would probably be happening, like, maybe the end of this year if uh, moving out goes faster than I would want it to. But, yes, that is in the works. Technically, YouTube is my full-time job at the moment. I don't have another job. Um, but it's not, like, I'm not making enough money to call it my job and then a podcast would be awesome i would love to do a podcast uh i talk enough for a podcast so yeah i i could do that <laughs> i think would you want it to be i don't know a- what it would be though i don't know okay. what i would like talk about <laughs> there you go there goes my follow-up question yeah i don't i don't know what i would talk about <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know what it would be i mean i i guess books but like i don't know if it would be I'm, like you can call it dark i don't know if i'd have like a talk about like darcy coats <laughs> I just talk about Darcy. All Darcy, that's all it is. Honestly, maybe if people are into that, I would do it. <laughs> He'll be a guest. You can have him on. <laughs> I just need to refresh. Yes, my he'll be my first guest. <laughs> okay, one more question oh from a, another person. Where are your favorite places to find all your horror shirts? Because you have said many times that you're a collector oh. of horror t-shirts. <laughs> I I do I do love horror t-shirts. Um I like Hot Topic. I think Hot Topic's always a great starter to look at. Um I shop a lot on like smaller businesses through Instagram, so Cavity Colors, Terror Threads, uh Gutter Garbs. 
I'm sure I'm missing some other people. Fright Rags. There's a lot of really great small t-shirt businesses that make incredible horror designs. Nice. He just got I'm sure I'm missing more, though. I'm sure I'm missing so many more. I can't remember. Toxic Coffin might be the name of it. You got it. Yes, Toxic Coffin. Okay, there we go. I'm right. (laughs) Uh, It was that uh, The Shining That's a great one. Yeah. I saw that one. That was a good one. That's the one that I got, so... Very nice. Well, the question that'll send us into the Darcy conversation is, being that it's Women in Horror Month, who are your top author recommendations for women in horror authors? I could have phrased that better. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the first one, obviously, because we did other conversations, is Darcy Coates. (laughs) Uh, And... The other one that we seem to have talked about a bit is Anya Allborn. Those are the two big ones I've yes. got. Um, I have like, I've got like a, mm. a third-ish one. Um, I would say Tabitha King solely because if she did not pull Carrie out of the garbage, then we might not have gotten Stephen King. <laughs> but in terms of like the author, I mean, yeah. Jennifer McMahon's another one I have. Um, she's written mm. some pretty good stuff. Uh, the Winter People was honestly a big shock for me i think i read that start of last year and that was actually i think i read that one near the bone and the shuddering like all in like one vlog and i was like wow okay (laughs) 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 um i would probably add to that uh tanana reeve do i just read the good house uh by her last month in february and i was blown away that is an amazing an amazing haunted house story it's long it's chunky but it is so worth it she is incredible nice we just found that hardcover at a half price books near us and picked it up nice um uh with uh near the bone christina henry did you read the other one that she had uh the tree or whatever something the ghost tree the ghost tree (laughs) oh yeah no i haven't i read um uh, the one, the oh my gosh! Now I'm gonna blank on titles. The one that it was a uh, oh oh I can the headless horseman horseman horseman. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I read that one and I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Uh, Near the Bone was better in my opinion, but that's the only other one I read by her. I haven't read the Ghost Tree, although it looks good. I might pick it up eventually. Yeah, it's been sitting on my shelf for quite a while and. Since I read Near the Bone, I've been wanting to get to it, but just... He's probably put it in, like, five or six TBRs, and everyone's like, oh, you should read that, and it's like, well, it's probably going to get moved to a different month, but yeah. (laughs) I know that oh so well. I do that all the time. I I put a disclaimer on, like, all my TBRs. I'm just like, all right, look, these are really subject to change, so don't, like, hold me to this uh, very well. Although I will say, February, I've, <laughs> I love February, that. I held pretty close, or no, March. This month, I've stuck pretty close to what I had picked. Yeah. So that's like a first. I just know that I have 112263 on this month, and uh, I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> All right. Oh, Darcy, we thought it'd be fun to have a Darcy episode, and of course, we needed to have Megan on, or Aaron on. <laughs> Aaron on. So. 
Zach gets asked all the time where to start with Darcy, which books are his favorites, and so on. So mm. I figured we could kind of ask those same questions to the both of you. And I guess the easiest place to start would be, which Darcy would you consider your all-time favorite? Both of you. Ooh, that's a hard question. I had kind of thought about it, <laughs> and I was like, for me, Darcy, I feel like, is like my, like, restart battery kind of author in terms of like if i'm slumping and i just know Mm. like i'm gonna read a book that's gonna put me back on track be like a three and a half a four star or five star book like i just pick up a darcy coats and i'm just like all right what's the next one like i'm back on track with reading her stuff so to me like all of them have been good i really haven't had like a bad experience so far um, I will say the one that has stuck out the most is the Fallcroft Ghosts. That's the one that I think has stuck out to me the best. Ghost Camera. I, I, I agree. Also just I agree with what you said. Ghost Camera was good. Ghost Camera was, uh, it was very Goosebumps for me. It reminded me of uh, Say Cheese and Die, which I really liked. It was like an adult <laughs> Say Cheese and Die, and I thought that was fun. <laughs> um, but no, I, I agree with what you're saying. It's very much a, it's, her books are easy. They're very easy to read. You don't have to think too hard you don't have to try to get sucked into them they're just like an automatic easy book to pick up um oh this is hard I would I would probably say The Haunting of Ashburn I I love that one it was it was one of my favorites but I also really enjoyed The Haunting of Lee Harker I thought that was a really good one as well so again I like I I I do like all of them but I feel like those (laughs) two stick out the most I don't know oh that's hard (laughs) I feel like, I don't know, I think you're the one who said it in the Gabby Horror Live show, but you had said something like um, how uh, Darcy Coates is not, or similar to Cozy Mystery, but she's Cozy Horror, and I was like, that probably sums her up perfectly, mm-hmm. and he totally agreed too. I was like, mm-hmm. which of you said that? He's like, I wouldn't have said the word cozy in that, but then he's like, I agree with it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I agree with it, but I don't think I would use the word cozy. Yeah, these books are so cozy. (laughs) Um, Uh, That's funny. It's a good good way to describe it. It's a good way to describe it. They're comforting. They're comforting, for sure. It's comforting, horrific writing. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Did you want to give a synopsis of The Fullcroft Ghosts? Would you like me to give a synopsis of the Fallcroft yes. Ghosts? Aaron, you're up next then. <laughs> Prepare. Oh, great. Can't wait. <laughs> so by what I remember by reading the back of the book, uh, Tara and Kyle, I believe they are brother and sister, and their parents just got into like a horrific car accident, and they get sent to live with their uh, only living relatives, I think. Um, and I mean, you find out what happens at the very end and it, I thought it was a really nice twist and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And that's, you know, something I even talked about with Gabby earlier is when you're talking about like thriller books and stuff like that, or like horror books like this, you really want to like push the book and like make it like somebody want to read it, but you can only say so much without really like ruining the book. And so it's like, I, I get comments from friends that are like you barely talk about this book when you're talking about it i'm like well i can't say too much otherwise it's gonna ruin the book well so So, it's a ghost story yeah i I mean it's a ghost story but (laughs) i it's i just really the writing was really (laughs) nice i just i 
I just really like immediately just hated the relatives. Like you could tell right away, like they were just mm. like, yeah, these guys just don't seem right. And so <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, why it's why I thought I really enjoyed this one. And you know, ghost cram camera, like you said, was pretty much just like say cheese and die for adults. So quick and easy, right? Yeah. You're up. <laughs> Oh, oh, great. I love doing synopsis because I also get told that I don't talk enough. And I'm like, look, just read it. You'll like it. I promise. Maybe. Or if you hate it, you can come after me and like hunt me down. That's cool, too, I guess. Uh, the Haunting of Ashburn is your classic story, Adrian. Uh, she's kind of not doing well monetary-wise. She doesn't have as much money. And she gets inherited a lovely big house. Uh, from a distant relative that she doesn't remember. And she shows up with her cat and her little belongings, and the people are like, hey, this place is kind of weird. We don't want to go near it. She's like, that's weird. What's going on? And then, uh, yeah, it's, it's haunted. So <laughs> that's my synopsis of The Haunting of Ashburn. Uh, there you go. <laughs> and uh, The Haunting of Lee Harker is also a haunted house story, uh, but a, a twisty kind of haunted house story. And uh, the main character... Basically, she wakes up uh, realizing that she's uh, being been living in a haunted house. She's just suddenly uh, started having these things happen that she has no explanation as to what. She's lived here for 10 years and nothing's really been disturbing her. And then just all of a sudden she starts seeing things and hearing things and she has to figure out why her house is haunted. And that's... That's all I'm going to say on that one. <laughs> good pitch. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so easy. So simple. <laughs> all right. I think one of the questions that he gets the most in his comments would be, which Darcy Coates book would you recommend to begin with? I'm sure you get that too. Mm. Mm. Yes, very much. All the time. <laughs> all the time. All the time. <laughs> Um, so which book would you each recommend for a beginner? Well, I would say it's, um, like how, how you put it is it's, you know, all these books are kind of like you start reading it and you kind of get grabbed by it right away. At least the 10 that I've read so far have been that way. So, I mean, take your pick. (laughs) Um, I like the duology (laughs) of House of Shadows and House of Secrets. I thought those two were pretty solid. I enjoyed those. Um, in the, uh, Voices in the Snow four book series, I don't know if there's like another term for four book series. Um, uh, I have only read the first one and I thought it was really good and enjoyed it. Um, even the house next door was pretty good. I thought that one was good. Um, and I, I mean, all the ones I've read have been good. So, I mean, if I had to pick one, I like honestly couldn't just grab one from the shelf as long as it's not a sequel. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I agree. I think I think if you if you pick one up and you like it, you'll like her other stuff. It's it's a very she has the same writing that flows all the way through all of her work. So I feel like you'll know immediately if you like her. Um, I guess I see that's so hard. I real I started with the Carol Haunt. That was my uh, the first book I read by her, and I loved it. Um, but I also think the Haunting of Ashburn is a great one to start with i think if you like apocalypse uh voices in the snow is great and then you know like all of her haunted house stuff is good i mean i 
I don't think I would dissuade anyone from reading any of them, uh, but I would say Carol Haunt, Haunting of Ashburn, or maybe Voices in the Snow, I would say those are my top three, I'd say. What's the one that, since you have some left to read, which book is it that you're, like, eager to read next? And then let's hear what Aaron has to say about it. (laughs) Okay. So, (laughs) I... Theoretically, I've got two options for this, and of course, they're like the two like bigger ones that she's written. Um, for some reason, I'm enthralled with Hunted. I just kind of want to give that one a try and see how that one goes. Um, and since I read um, Project Hill Mary, I've been like wanting like a space kind of book, and that's kind of what I've been getting with Parasite. And so, I've been like really wanting to read Parasite too. So I would say either of those two options are, like, my go-to. But if I had to just pick one, I'd probably say Parasite. Interesting. Okay. I actually like both of those. I actually did. Um, I think I gave Parasite three and a half, and I gave Hunted four. Um, Parasite only got dinged slightly uh, because I don't like sci-fi. It's not really my favorite. Uh, I'm very particular with, like, alien horror so that's the only reason. Um, it reminds me a lot of Alien, the movie. If you like Alien or like any of the Alien movies, you'll probably really like Parasite. It, it's very, very much like that, and that's why I enjoyed it. Um, and then Hunted, I people didn't seem to like that one as much, but I thought it was fun. Uh, it's a little bit different from her normal style, and it takes place in like the woods, and I thought it was great. I really liked it. It was a little long. It was a little, a little long. I thought it could have been uh, cut. Just like a just a little bit, but I, I I enjoyed both. I think I think you'd enjoy both. I think they're pretty good. Because Darcy is just a queen, she has three books coming out this year, and I'm curious which of the three you guys are most eager for. We can run through the three that are coming out, and the first one, which came out today, the day that we're recording this, is. The Raven is Dead. <laughs> you guys can't see the book, but mm. The Raven is Dead is what I'm holding <laughs> up. And then June 7th comes From Below, which it says, uh, For lovers of ghost stories and anyone mesmerized by the depths of the ocean and what hides in the darkness. No light, no air, no escape. And when I read that, I told him, like, Oh, hell no. I don't, I think the ocean is like one of the scariest things in the world. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean that it, to me, it sounds good. I will say the, uh, Nick Cutter, uh, the deep, um, after I read the troop, I was oh. like, all right, it, if I can love a book this much, like I, I'm like intrigued to see what the other ones he's got can do. I read The Deep, and I was actually Ooh. slightly disappointed. It didn't really hit nearly Ooh. as hard as The Troop, in my opinion. So, I mean, okay. what was that one called? From Below? That one's From Below, and that one comes out on June 7th. And then the third one she has coming out is September 6th, and it's called Gallows Hill. I'm assuming that's how you say say it. And it says, it's been more than a decade since Margot last saw her childhood home. But now that she's alone in the sprawling, dilapidated building, she begins to believe the curse is more than real, and that she she may be the next victim of the house that never rests. So, my question is, which of those three releases are you both most excited about? 
We can't really give a synopsis for Raven is Dead because it's a sequel, so. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. This, is a, this a is a good question, actually. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> yes, it is, right? The next one's coming out next year. Mm. And it's purple. Hmm. I think it's called uh, The Twisted Dead. <laughs> um, I guess I would say if I had to pick one, I'm I'm intrigued from uh with about From Below. I that's going to be interesting for me because it's a different uh setting for her and I like I like to see her do a little bit different. I I, I like that. I liked it with Hunted. Uh so I think I'm going to be interested in that. Gallows Hill sounds a lot like um something she'd do. I'm not surprised by that. Um, and I'm excited for Ravenous Dead as well, just because I liked The Whispering Dead a lot. But I think From Below has, it has my attention. I that's think. that's I think where so. I'm sitting at. I mean, it, anything underwater or like in space, it's like, mm. both of those to me are like just terrifying atmospheres to be in. Because one, you yes. can literally be crushed <laughs> by the depths and the other one, you can literally suffocate with uh, no oxygen. So it's uh, take your pick. Oh my god! But yeah, from from below would be my choice. <laughs> well, what did you both yeah. think of the Whispering Dead? And that was one of her releases last year, right? Which is the first book that comes before Raven is Dead. What did you think of that one? Uh, I'm gonna, Aaron. You want to go first on this one? <laughs> I, okay. I get a um, Kickstart on this. I like, remember it vaguely. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's a, it's an interesting start to the series because you really don't get a lot of information. Uh, you're, you're, the main character doesn't remember anything about her life. She's just there. And so you're kind of like, oh, okay, cool. We don't have any information about you at all. Uh, which is kind of the opposite of how she usually starts her books. Uh, we usually know a lot about her characters and we get to know them. So, uh, I feel like that's. It, it was a little bit different. Um, I think for a beginning of a series, I gave it four stars. I thought it was pretty solid. Um, I gave Voices in the Snow five stars, uh, like because I thought it was perfect. So, um, you know, I, I, I have I have little. It was it was good. I liked it a lot. I'm I'm hoping that this one will be better than the first one. I think it could be. I think it could be better. Which is what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that it'll, uh, it because the first one's more of a setup. So I'm hoping that without the limited information that we had, um, we'll get more answers and it'll be more gripping and hopefully a little bit more nitty gritty. I guess I'm hoping. Well, that jogged the memories. <laughs> uh, I I agree with it. I, I remember. <laughs> Yeah, at the beginning, she's, like, running away from these men, and she has no idea, like, why, but... And then she goes into this graveyard, meets the the, mm. the gravekeeper. I don't know if that's the term they use. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he takes her in, and then you, like, find out she's got, like, this power to talk to dead people. Oh, I was like, are you about to spoil it? <laughs> no. I, well, I mean, I don't spoil anything. <laughs> No. Oh I mean, there... no. That's like the main plot. You're good. <laughs> I mean, yeah. There, there is a sequel, so you know. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Well, I also have a fun fact for you guys, which maybe you knew, maybe you didn't. But to end off the Darcy chat, 
I read an article that she did like a Q&A for and her favorite horror books of all time are Pet Cemetery. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> a head full of ghosts. No, you're fine. And House of Leaves. And I was like, wow. She's like, House of Leaves was like the ultimate haunted house book for her, which she was saying that those three books like inspired her horror writing and all of that. So I was like, oh my gosh, Pet <laughs> Cemetery. That is shocking. I also didn't like House of Leaves. Um, wasn't a fan. <laughs> so me and Darcy, uh, I love her books, but uh, we don't have the same taste, I guess. <laughs> that would have been a great reading vlog for you to do if you like read her favorite books since you love her so much. <laughs> that would be like an intense reading vlog. Oh my gosh. I, I will say that's kind of how I am with Stephen King. Like I'll pick up a book because like he, he is like the main blurb on the front of the book. I'll read it and I'm like, God, he's got such crappy taste. <laughs> He can write it. He can write a phenomenal book, but he's got terrible taste when it comes to picking the ones to read. Well, the main one was last year. He wasn't he the blurb on uh, the Lost Village, and you like yeah, actively hated he, that. Book. I think he was the blurb on the Lost Village, and uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if we read the same book or not, but. He he probably got some other copy that nobody else received because nobody else liked that book either. <laughs> he got like the I liked it. I liked oh it. Oh my! All right, well, thanks for watching, guys. Uh, no, I did. <laughs> you guys, I'm never gonna be allowed back that. ever again. <laughs> yeah, no. I hate to break it to you, but we're not I'm gonna so have funny. you on again. <laughs> Looks like kidding. I'm not invited to Darcy. I'm never coming on. <laughs> No, this is it. This is the end. We're not friends. You've heard it here first. (laughs) The end. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. (laughs) Um, To end it back on more of like the YouTube side to wrap things up a little bit. Two more (laughs) questions we got were, have there been any videos you've had in the works, but have, but ended up falling through or you just keep like pushing off because he has a couple of those too that he can talk about. Um, that just, like, are going to take so long to film. you got to be careful with that. <laughs> can talk about those for a while. Well, <laughs> who wants to go first? <laughs> if you want to go first, go ahead. Might have been in the works for months, so they're still in my mind. <laughs> um, no, I, I don't typically plan videos. Um, I actually, uh, I'm kind of uh, a crazy person I, I film when the idea comes to me uh, which is kind of chaotic actually it's not smart I don't recommend it to anyone doing that actually it's horrible uh, but I would say I, 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 books book videos that I just typically stop doing is just reviews um, just because they take so much time <laughs> They take so much time, and I got so burnt out. But um, book, I want to do a Halloween thing this year because I, I kind of skipped out last year when I was gonna do it, and I, I skipped out on it uh, because I was too, I was I was a mess in October. I didn't read anything, that so is, I would like to do I'm a Halloween thing. Oh, yeah, because uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, I think the... I might do a Halloween thing. Because yeah, I did October last october and then it was uh, he posted a video every day of october yeah that was uh, that was rough 
to say the very least. Oh, yeah, no, I wouldn't do that. I'm not, I'm, I could never, I could if never. If we do anything close <laughs> that's, to that. That's a lot like, of work. It's like maybe oh, three videos so a week, like, would be this year. <laughs> yeah. Like, that yeah. was just, that was brutal. Well, what's the video that you have been wanting to film, but just keep pushing off? Uh, well, there's two, and there's two collection videos. Uh, I wanted to film an updated Stephen King collection um, and actually show Ooh. better covers this time because I got criticized like crazy that I was standing about in Africa trying to show you guys <laughs> covers of books. Um, but uh, the other one is my uh, Goosebumps collection. I was inspired pretty much by uh, Cameron Chaney to start collecting Goosebumps because I saw his collections and I'm like, I've got a couple, but, like, nothing that good. And then... Well, because you got rid of all the ones you used to have. Well, yeah, because there's all the original ones, and then they, like, redid them, and then they redid them again. And so I kind of had, like, a mishmash of a bunch of them, and then finally I was like, all right, you know what? Let's just try and hunt down the, like, the legit ones, and let's get those. And now that I've got all, most of the original 62... I've started collecting all the like mm. the branch off like Give Yourself, Series Two Thousands. Yes. I don't have any Fear Street. Well, collection videos are so hard because Ooh. everyone wants to see every single cover that you have, and like I feel like they don't realize like how much effort that takes like on the back end because I sit behind the camera and help them film. So like I'd be the one who's being like cut, 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 and I'm like I don't want to do that. <laughs> So no. <laughs> that's definitely the yeah. video videos that we just like keep pushing off. But people keep asking for them and it's like, look, it'll come, but it's just like not yet, sis. Like it's not the time. <laughs> people don't realize how um how much actually goes into a YouTube video. You see us sit in front of the camera and you see us, you know, talk, you see the cut clips, you see it all look nice and good, but the actual filming process, it takes me a good, like, two, three hours, and then editing maybe, like, five, six, depending on how much footage I have, like, it's a lot, it's, it's a lot of effort, and I, I, I love to do things that people want to see, but it's, it's a lot, and it's, it's a lot of effort, it's a lot. Well, when I was looking up, I can't remember what video I was watching of yours or something. And maybe it was the Darcy one. Um, but some I saw a couple comments of people saying they wanted your um, book review and makeup. You did two on Fridays or something like that. But you don't do those anymore. So is that like, were those just like, yeah. such a bitch? Or like... Well, it... See, okay, I had a I had a book review Friday that I did where it was oh, like yeah. I read one book a week. Well, just for them, not for me. I read more during the week, but I would post a dedicated review and I would always match my makeup to the book cover, which I absolutely love doing because I love makeup. I love book covers. I'm a big book cover person. I'm I I love that. So it was a lot of fun for me, but they didn't get a lot of views. They didn't get a lot of traction. And so the people that did watch them and loved them, I feel sorry because it was just like, I was putting in so much time and energy to read this book, put together a very cohesive, good review with like no spoilers, my thoughts, try to get it together, do my makeup and, and like with it, match it. 
and then edit it and then put it up every week it was just so much effort and for so little payoff most of the time and I feel bad because it shouldn't be about the views but it is for the most part you you do if you want to do a full-time YouTube you do have to pay attention to the views and what is working and what's not working and it just wasn't it wasn't working for me mentally. It wasn't working for my channel. And so I took a break. I, I wouldn't say they will never come back. I will, I will say I would bring them back eventually, but it would probably be not weekly, not weekly. No, absolutely not. Maybe once a month I would do that. Yeah. I feel like people don't realize too, that like, yeah, like we're like you make videos for, like us as the viewers, but also like there, he gets so many comments about like video ideas or like books, but like there's so many books that he's never heard of. And if he's never heard of it and I've never heard of it, there's a really good chance that not a lot of people have heard about it. And so it's like, sometimes it's just easier to read the books that, you know, people know and are excited about because then you know that you're going to put in the work and there is going to be some sort of payoff like and you're right and like it shouldn't always be that way but sometimes it's like okay i have only so much time in a week like let me make this count towards my channel well yeah i mean the thing with that is it's like you know you could take a chance on it you know and post a video about a review on it and then all of a sudden that book suddenly becomes big and you know ginormous all of a sudden and they're going to root it back to, well, this person talked about it, and my goodness, good recommendation. And so it's, you take a chance if you just talk about a book that's, like, hardly ever been talked about, but, you know, it could pay off, or it could be like, damn, why the hell did I make this video? (laughs) Well, yeah, and then there's also the other side of it where, like, we know videos that he could film that will, like, the Stephen King collection video and the Goosebumps collection video, like, we know that those are going to get great views. It's just, like, it's, like, (laughs) going to be so much work on the back end. So, like, we need, like, such a big stretch of time to do it. And we don't always have, between both of our work schedules, because, like I said, I'm the one who stands behind the camera usually for him. Like, that's hard to coordinate. And so, like, on the other hand, like, yeah, we know some videos that will get the views, but it's just, like... It, there's no, t- there's not enough time to make those happen. You know, yeah. it's it's a it's a struggle. You have to balance it. It's a balance, and it's an unfortunate balance that we'll never win because uh, yeah. people will always be upset that we don't post certain things. But it's it it sucks. I mean, look, if I had unlimited money, if I had unlimited time, if I had unlimited resources, I would be making. I'd probably be filming a video every single day. I could do every single day uploads if I had all the time in the world. I don't have that. I wish I did. I wish that it was that easy, but it's really not. And that's, yeah, that's the struggle. If you want more so content, what it they're was gonna more get. <laughs> Okay, but also the big yeah, thing exactly. is, is like, I feel like with BookTube, it's totally different because you, like people who are doing like a makeup channel will reference back to what you said. Like, you're not like you're getting product and you're reviewing it and like that's the thing but in order to have a a book channel you also need to be reading books 
So your time is spent doing that too. So it's not like you don't have all the time in the day to film. Like if he, if he has a day off of work, it's like, okay, so are we going to like read for a chunk of time and then film a little bit and read more? Or like, let's take a day off this week or something. And so it's like, I don't feel like people who are viewers of BookTube realize that like BookTube is much more than just like filming the video. Like there's a lot that goes into actually mm -hmm. making those happen because he can't be, he can't have a BookTube channel if he's not going to read a fucking book. Like it just can't happen. So <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean, it's, yeah. that's a hundred percent correct. You're it's, it's right. I mean, yeah, that's, it's an accurate statement there, you know. It's, I would say, like, even, like, the gaming people, like, you can sit and play ten minutes of mm. content, and, like, that's enough. And that's all you need. But for, like, mm. doing books and books and stuff, duh. <laughs> um, it, I mean, it literally, <laughs> like, you, like, reading, like, The Stand, that's, like, could take a month process. Like, and, like, people don't get that. It's like, yeah, I need time to actually read this book, and I can only put it at a certain speed before they start speaking in, like, gibberish, and I can't understand a word they're saying <laughs> if I'm listening to the audio book. So... Are you more of a physical... Yeah, people read at different speeds. Yeah. Are you more of a physical ebook or audiobook? Um, I don't read with audiobooks, actually. So I... Physical and uh, ebooks are the only way I typically read. Um, I can't, I can't focus with audiobooks. So I wish. I feel like I would get so much more done if I could read with an audiobook. But there, it's so hard for my brain to comprehend. And like, if I'm not physically reading in my own head myself, so um, yeah, I switch between physical and ebook. Just depends on like if like Kindle Unlimited has a book that I don't have to pay for or something like that. But usually I buy my books physically, so. Nice. Well, I guess the last question to wrap things up would be, what are your future goals? This is another Instagram question. What are would be your future goals or aspirations for your channel? I know you said you mentioned you wanted to do a Patreon. They mentioned like a book club mm -hmm. or, you know, what are like, the things you'd love to have in your Aaron Megan bubble book bookish bubble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a Patreon would be awesome. I would love to do a Patreon. I, I ideally I think I could do it this year. It would just depend on life connecting in the way that it would need to connect, I guess. But yeah, I would love to do a book club in Patreon. I've had a lot of people ask me about um, doing a book club, and I would love to do that. Um, but I just. I need, I need life to kind of, to kind of connect for me to do all those, but yeah, Patreon, eventually, yes, but other than that, goals, I mean, just be happy while doing YouTube, I got burnt out really bad last year, and it was not fun, and I was just barely making content, and the content I was making, I wasn't happy with, and I didn't feel good or happy while filming it or editing it, it just was like a burden, not enjoyable. Um, so just hopefully just make content I like and just keep being friends with the people that I'm friends with and, you know, like just, I don't know, just make it a good place, like a good area in the space so like we can just talk about books. That's all I really care about doing, honestly. Yeah. 
We totally agree with that. I mean, what's the point in doing this if you're not going to have fun doing it? On that note, thank you so much for being a guest on our podcast. We had so much fun. I had so much oh fun. Oh my gosh, thank you for having you. me. Yeah. <laughs> I had so much fun getting to yes, know you. Yes, I, I had so much he, fun. Yeah, I know that he got to know you a little bit on the other live show you guys did together, but uh, you're very easy to talk to, and it's been a blast for me. <laughs> um, so, oh, thank you. you. That's that's really nice. Yeah, of course. Will you remind everyone where to find you and all of that good stuff? Yeah, my uh, YouTube channel is Aaron Megan. I post twice a week, usually Mondays and Thursdays. I switched up now. Um, and then Instagram, I am Aaron.x.megan, and TikTok is the same. And I post fairly frequently. I feel like I'm more, uh, I'm the most able to talk on Instagram. So that's where you can find me majority of the time. But yeah. Nice. Well, again, thank you for coming on. Thank you, thank you guys so much for listening to Books and Stuff. And thank you for Aaron for joining us. And we'd love to have her back on again. And yeah, Oops. don't forget to check out all of her links. We'll have it below. And as always, uh, I'm Danielle. And I'm Zach. And that's Aaron. And we'll see you guys next week. I'm Aaron. Bye. Bye. <laughs>